Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the B-Team Podcast. As always, they are live on the Jackrabbit Illustrated Facebook and Twitter. We are also live on the FCS Fans Nation YouTube for the fans, by the fans. Beyond that, you can catch the show if you don't catch it live anywhere you get your favorite podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere in between. As always, the B-Team is brought to you by our title sponsor, Kubota Dealers of South Dakota. If you need a tractor, utility vehicle, construction equipment, zero-turn motors, parts, service, and more, there's always a Kubota dealer near you with eight locations across the great state of South Dakota. Stop in today and get yourself into some orange equipment. We would also like to take a moment to thank our segment sponsors, Culver's, Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Cubby's Sports Bar and Grill. And now, B-Team Mafia, the time's arrived. Here's Ben, Chad, and Brendan. Ladies and gentlemen, B-Team Mafia, what is up and much to your rejoicing, we actually are late this time. So I'm glad that um, your part-time jobs as alarm clocks has finally paid off. <laughs> so thank heavens for that. But um, shout out to our title sponsor, Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, seven locations across the state. You know, it has been a low snow winter, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. And guess what? We know the world the way the world today prices never go down they just keep getting up so save yourself some money get some now be prepared for when it does snow or be prepared for the next winter that is nasty snow get down to a Kubota dealer of south dakota near you with seven locations they're all over the place new location in yankton family owned and operated they've also got attachments parts and um service so hop on down to your closest Kubota dealer of south dakota so but beyond that we are live we are late we Did are you happy. Read that off of a script? No, that was right off the back of my head. I thought it was pretty good, though. That was really good. Yeah, yeah point, good. on point tonight. Yeah. You do have to turn right the lights off, point. though. I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, uh, yeah, you no, do. Nobody had a problem with it on the Mega Live. Well, that's not entirely true. It came up after the show. <laughs> what? It did not. Yeah, yes, it did. Rev, I don't that. please. I had a healthy amount out. of whiskeys that show, so that was. Yeah, they went yeah, you're doing okay. Wick. Konnichiwa, Rev. Konnichiwa. Wick, hey. Konnichiwa. I, anyway. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm I like, trying. I like how you subtly worked in the Konnichiwa, Rev. I like it. It's pretty. Well, I had to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening when you guys were giving me Alex, shit about Alex agrees with me. That whole deal. Mayhem's um, got a good point. What don't you complain about in my basement? Is there anything that you don't have a problem with in my basement? Like, is, is there one uh, thing that well, the is The Godfather picture obviously is awesome. I don't I don't love how low the ceiling is. Okay. So uh, we're gonna go through the list. Let's go. <laughs> no, we don't need to do I'll that right now. Coward. 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 <laughs> Any well, it, it smells sometimes. Um that's fair. <laughs> all right it's i'm fair. done let's move on fair. so uh agreed steve mark f and granowski i um, put it up at the same time as you yep. sorry that's all right uh yeah so coming off the big big win 59 to zero who saw that coming i don't think anybody honestly i mean I, and i i feel like you know we were a little hesitant to be too overconfident going in 
and I feel like we thought that Albany would really give us a fight. I think the, the general consensus was that, you know, they'll give us a fight till halftime and then we'll kind of pull away second half. But man, did they look shell shocked from the get go. They just couldn't get it going. One of us was fairly confident in that game. Yeah. And that yeah. was Ben. Yep. We thought you were going to jinx us. Yeah, I, yeah, with the JIAI stuff, you. Yeah. I was confident we were going to fortunate. win. I wasn't confident we were going to do that. For you, that was fortunate. Mostly your tires, <laughs> because I was gonna, I was gonna do some terrible things to your truck shoes. But well, I feel like after after doing that and then winning fifty nine to zero, now I just have no free reign. No, <laughs> yeah, no. This we don't need to so. end up on montana's highlight video or any silly shit like that because oh, they'll find it. i gotta they will it. find it they're they've already found us so that's did you fine. see we got you see the line right ben yeah i was did well, you see what my line was no i i saw the 12 and 12 in the hook i guess for the five everybody's kind of that's what they're coming I've out seen, at. i thought I've it'd seen be everywhere than that, honestly i've seen everywhere from 12 and a half to 14 and a half depending where you're at and in the thread i said 13 so, yeah, yep. congratulations, yep. me. Um, I think on the game that we on 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 the Albany game, yeah, the Hogs, that was their Mona Lisa. Yes, game because it, yeah, they did such a good job at neutralizing what is a good defensive line. Um, to be fair, because we know how this goes when you have to travel like they had to travel. I'm sure that did not help them. Um, that was brutal. The fact that they even went back to Albany is kind of silly, but it's an NCAA thing. So what are you going to do? Um, you know, I don't think that helped, but yeah, that was just as soon as we marched down, second touchdown happened. Borg is walking by on the sidelines going, and I'm like, yeah, it's, that was the end of that. Um, but the, God, that was such a fun game to be at. That was so fun. If you weren't there, man, I'm telling you, there's a zero percent chance whatever bar you were at. If you, if you, all right, because we got to preface this so nobody gets all poopy in their panties. If you didn't have kids' activities or sick parents or deaths in the family or whatever, a work the common sense things, and you, if you were someone who was just sitting in a bar, there is no way, no way on God's green earth that it was nearly as fun as being in that stadium there's yes it was no. electric it was so much fun and it was so cool how everybody was in it from the start to the finish like you, you would have never stopped if you didn't know what the score was you would have thought it was like a one score game or we were even down because right. it was everybody was just engaged the whole game uh i mean you could just there was just that excitement in the air of like man we're like we're just dominating and then it be, kind of became like well now we want to get the shutout and so everybody's right. kind of cheering for that <laughs> it's, and that's so, right in the fourth quarter that place was coming unglued to, you know, yeah seriously keep, uh, it right. was as out in the fourth quarter and as energetic in the fourth quarter as it started you know i'm short of short of the tucker large punt return it it, it had that level of energy the entire time i i laughed on a high it was it was fantastic my dad, my dad's like, this is the most fun I've ever had at a game. I'm coming to Frisco. So now I got to get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> um, try and get a ticket for him. I told him today, hey, man, if, if you really want to save money, 
you got to trust me. Don't buy a ticket till day of. Yes. <laughs> and and it, and he's like, I don't know about that. And I'm like, you can do whatever you want, but I'm telling you, if you show up and buy a ticket day of, you're going to save some money. Yeah. You and know that's what? a good point for any SDSU fans while we're on that topic. Mm-hmm. Any SDSU fans who want to go, can't find a ticket, go anyways. I put this on the, the ticket exchange page who is doing a great job of stopping Montana fans from getting on there. Um, but uh, show up anyways. Don't don't buy a ticket right now, first off. If you don't have a ticket, can't find a ticket, wait till the allotment's released, and you're not going to get a ticket on the allotment probably either, let's be honest, unless you've got a lot better priority points than we do. Um, Some of the but, allotment has been released tonight. Has it? Some people yeah, got no. their emails? Did Some Ben get an did. email? Some people did. Look at that shit grin on his face. He did. <laughs> you little ben bastard, you. Wow. Wow. Ben's doing okay for himself. Look at nah, this guy. Please. You hide uh, up, up to get those. It's those not tickets. my account. But anyway, <laughs> um, I do know that uh, we got our tickets. Somebody else mentioned they got, got theirs. Yep. Um, so I don't know that, that the whole allocation has been done, but I know that some of them have been done. Awesome. Uh, Chris is saying he got his. Um, so if yes. anybody has two, I'm looking for two. Not for me, but for some other people. So do contact me. Yeah, join the party, Chad. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. uh number one, I would like to say Ariel is correct. Uh it would have been another bl- boring blowout from a bar. The atmosphere changes everything. Hundred percent. I had somebody say they like they tuned in for a little bit and they saw that it was a blowout, so they just you know changed the channel or whatever. And yeah. it's like it, if you were at that game, it did not matter that it was a blowout. It was a blast the whole time. Um, and nobody then, left. No. Yeah, nobody left early. That was crazy, actually. Every, well, everybody was waiting for the fiddle song, um, yep. which was cool. Because like you could just feel <laughs> like the fun. anticipation of it. And then once it finally played, um, that's that's a experience that everybody should be a part of at least once in their life. Because it's, it's such a cool tradition. Um, but I do want to tag on to the Frisco going to Frisco without tickets. Uh, yes, it is an option because so much there's Friday nights fun. All Saturdays fun. As I talked about last night, if you like our podcast, we're going to do a live thing at the local. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, and then, and we haven't, I don't think we've announced this yet. Um, the, uh, Sorry, I was reading the comments. Um, yeah, yeah. Rack, rack, rack was watching rack. at a, a German. I mean, club. classic <laughs> ROT, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we haven't announced this yet, but we will have a video board at the tailgate, which I think yeah. Matt might have mentioned for our sponsors. We'll roll our sponsors through. But what he didn't mention is that we're very likely, I think, I, I don't know for sure yet, but I, we're working on showing the game on the video board during the game like showing the broadcast of the game on the video board so what i'm saying is if you can't get a ticket you may be able to hang out at our tailgate oh, after awesome. after people go into the game i will say that the our our bar will likely be out of beer by that point anyway but they're not going to stay open during the game um and we're looking at a sound option. We may have our DJ stay a little longer and have him play the sound of the game. So just going to put that out there that 
that could be an option if you don't have a ticket come down there anyway and if and you might be able to get a ticket to the day the day of the game if you don't you may be able to hang out at our tailgate and watch it on the video board anyway so which will be infinitely cooler than anything you do around here 100 you know, percent will be it just yes. will be like that's sick so not to re rechange gears here or anything, because I'm sure we'll be talking this stuff the next couple weeks here leading up to Frisco. Mm-hmm. Um, the buzz in that stadium at the kickoff went was so loud, like just the buzz was so loud that I was like, I know everybody's being quiet, but the excitement and people talk just talking to each other mm-hmm. was borderline noise when we were on offense. It was like, God damn. Um and let me tell you, folks, and I know we're probably preaching to the choir here because if you listen mm-hmm. to us, you know, all Chances the things are we're really saying, <laughs> whatever, you guys already know yeah. um, all these things we're saying. You already do the things we say, but in the event you're someone new listening because it's championship week and you're like, holy shit, there's a Jackrabbit show. Um, when you bring somebody extra to the game, like bring people you never would have thought. Um, my wife's area Ariel started inviting neighbors and stuff who I was like, there's no way. I mean, they're not SDSU people or anything at all. And uh, I can tell you the one set is looking at getting is sponsoring the tailgate and they're looking at getting tickets to come down to Frisco. Um, the other tickets have pretty much fully converted to SDSU fans and because they had so much fun at the games, so much fun at the tailgates. Um, uh, it, within six games like it it was that fast it was all of a sudden it went from oh i guess we'll come to oh you're gonna you guys gonna have tickets next week let me know if you have tickets next week to yeah. hey can i get seven tickets for the semifinal game it's like hell yeah and so i'm just telling you ask people you never would have thought of um you know i've talked to people at work where i work who were like oh yeah i'll get some tickets you, you, oh the game win okay yeah i'll work with my husband we'll go um so that's been probably really cool for me um, to witness during that off of the excitement of everything. Uh, but as far as the game itself, I mean, are there, I mean, perfection, no notes on that one, right? I mean. Yeah, not a whole lot to say. Blocked um, pick. I guess, yeah. That, yeah, that, when that they interviewed. Was, that was, yeah, go ahead. When they interviewed Jimmy, he was like, I guess, he's like, oh, yeah. You know, we had a blocked kick, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's he kind such of gross, a good performance. Right? It makes me nervous for the championship game, honestly, because how do you follow that up? Um, a lot of times, and you know, obviously, you lean into this being a veteran team who's got one goal, and that's what they're focused on, and that's what made them so good in this game was that was their last chance at home with this group, these seniors, and I think that's what made them so potent. And you're leaning on that as a Jax fan going into Frisco. But generally speaking, when a team has a game like that, the next game is a little bit uh, not like that. It's a little bit of a let. God, I don't want Mark to like show up and take my knees out or anything because I know how <laughs> sick they are of hearing stuff like this. And this isn't yeah. a narrative about the team, but teams tend to show up and be a little flat after a deal like this. And now you're going into an opponent who's got three weeks to prepare. It's I'm not saying I'm super concerned about it or anything. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it is it's a thing. It's not a thing that doesn't exist. Yeah, no, I I would be wor- more worried if that was our semifinal game, and or I mean, excuse me, if that was a quarterfinal game, we had that big of a blowout, and then going into the semifinal game, 
especially against a team that you, you know, think you're going to beat and kind of looking ahead to the championship a little bit. Um, but being, you know, it's, it's Montana, the two seed, it's the championship. It's what they came back for. I right. just, I'm not concerned about that with this team in particular. Um, I think they'll be focused as ever. I think our coaches will be prepared as ever. I think that we will not kick to their returner ever. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not worried about it. But Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, all those things are very fair and mm -hmm. what I'm going to, I would guess, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, but man, I would, uh, I, it was such a good game. Like how, how do you improve, you know? And I hate ha us having that mantra about ourselves, but God damn. I mean, the hogs were incredible. Jaden Yonke. I said this during the recap show with Borg, like he turned into prime Randy Moss for a half where those catches he made. I mean, he was getting interfered with on both of them. Dude's like tackling him and he's mm -hmm. catching it anyways for bombs down the field. Mark was great, um, although he did underthrow a couple deep throws, but the play was still made, you know. And mm -hmm. then, you know, even you get the backups in there. Chase Mason hits Griffin Wildey. I mean, if that's not a good sign for the future, I don't know what is, you know, um, you know, for that long touchdown. You know, you see Montana. I've seen a couple Montana fans and comments running up the score. It's the playoffs. I don't give a shit. Big boy up, baby. You're going to – and guess what? And someone's made the valid point. This is Jimmy Rogers. He played in Montana in 2009. Mm -hmm. If you think he's letting off the gas until there's zeros on the board in the playoffs, he you are made. out of your mind. I mean, out of your noodle. Um, I did find it interesting listening um, to some of the post-game interviews and things like that where they said, so did the seniors, you know, they asked the seniors, like, did you guys ask to be in for that final drive? And their answer was kind of like, we wanted to go out on a touchdown. You know, we wanted our last drive in the Dana to be a touchdown. And, I mean, it was. I mean, how how perfect was it? Zach Hines was phenomenal. Oh, my god, He gosh. made some awesome catches. He got, he got the, the GATA player of the game, so. Yeah, he should. Sure? Yeah, I mean, you could you could tell that, that that game meant a lot to those guys that came back and, you know, that they were really soaking in, soaking in that final game at the Dana. Um, and it was cool to see. I mean, it was uh, what a way to go out, you know, at the Dana uh, with that being your, your lasting memory of that stadium. Yeah. Uh, winning 59-0, to hearing the fiddle song, seeing the fans. I mean... How, what more could you ask for? I know Sam Herter said that when they played, if you want to play in Texas, the press box was shaking. Yeah. And, yep. and, and before some NDSU, yes, Kevin, Randy Moss again, for one half, he was. I don't care <laughs> what you say. I don't care. Back in my day, Randy Moss actually played in the FCS, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just love giving Kevin shit. Um, no, but... Um, and before it, but before NDSU fans jump, you know, oh, copycat what we do. Okay. Yeah. Your hand signal is so original that you got it from Texas and you shout down the national anthem because UND did it first. So cry me a river. It's, and it, you guys started, you guys started something great. And I will absolutely give you yep. your flowers for that. It is and, a phenomenal tradition. You started and it just, 
hurts more been, when we do it, and I get that. But like, it's but, been co opted by the whole FCS. So congratulations, like, you started it. Yeah, I used to do here, rock your, on all the time, and I can't anymore. Now I got to do hang loose because you guys right. took horns up. So yes, I get to dance to if you want to <laughs> play in Texas. Dude, when we go you know the Frisco. You know how many times I do that accidentally, and I'm like, no. I know. You've got to do the, you got to like, kind of yeah. do the up and over when you go, ah. Like, yeah. Ooh, ooh. They, you know, they had to take the most common hand sign right. on the planet and then be like, oh, we're doing it. Look, <laughs> look, the Rolling Stones are doing it. No, they're not. They're not. No, yeah, they're not. Do this, you know, that's, that's which is so much more original. No, that one's so much. It's so much sadder. It's that is words. what you do with a it child. Like, rawr, rawr, rawr. It's a puppy. Rawr, rawr. It's, like, <laughs> it's pretty terrible. I don't love the ears either. There's a reason we do the horns down more. Because, yeah. But. Yeah, they're just you know. not. Yeah, I don't like. We should just do ears up like V's up. Screw it. Just ears up. It's, that's, I, that's my opinion. If, if I'm sorry. I'm just, well, and pretend the SoCon is relevant. We get to pretend Jake was Randy Moss. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, I it, if there's one thing we could have improved on that game, I feel like, and I don't want to complain too much because it didn't affect the outcome at all. That crew was not the best crew we got in the playoffs. You know, they could have done a little better. The refing crew. You know, I'm not complaining about them. That's not what it is. There was just some things, and it went both ways. So it's not a complaint. Just uh, that—that that was a crew that there, I did not think had uh, had their best game either. Here's the theme. Here's my thing. First off, like, we probably shouldn't bring up refs at all. And when well, you win fifty-nine to zero, but I they, do. They're not even like a. Con- but um, when it comes down to it, if you anyway. watch. If you watch the, <laughs> and yes, we, we know, I know Rev Oklahoma started that. We never tried to claim we were original about it. We just do it because it burns their ass. Hmm. Um, but um, refing overall throughout the playoffs, there has been a theme. They are letting them play. Let them play. Yep. Big time. You, and the month, all, all these playoff games, there's not been a ton of flags. And I think that's great. That's awesome. It That's how it should be in the playoffs let it let it ride let them play and also again i brought this up in the first round against mercer i'll bring it up again you can tell the valley refs had something they were looking for when they played when sdsu played because all of a sudden now we're not getting dinged for these ticky tack calls all of a sudden that we're like well yeah it is but do you really call that on anybody else so i think that's interesting to note but beyond that i don't know we won by a lot that's fine <laughs> i think but, i think there was a couple though the crowd definitely did not like you know oh yeah that, oh yeah that holding that didn't happen <laughs> the, yeah. the hit of mark the face out of mask bounds. yeah the, the face, face mask, mask. i will yeah, say it is what it is on the rewatch that hit on mark out of bounds it was they were right to pick it up i think they were too yeah. It, oh yeah I, I think watching the replay in the stadium i was like mm, yeah i can yeah. see that <laughs> he definitely hit him I could I I think the problem is is we're just so used to what you're talking about Brendan with the big uh, with the Missouri Valley refs that they probably would have called that and yeah. and for that matter they would have reviewed it for targeting for some reason. What was weird about that? Did you notice that the, the Albany player like hit him with his face? Not his head, like yep. his 
face is what clipped him, which I haven't seen happen very often. Like, who hits with their face? Like, <laughs> it sounds like the old bar fight line. You better watch out or I'm going to hit your fist with my face. <laughs> or in this case, your arm. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. It, that was weird. Um, Speaking of no, bars. overall, I mean, the tailgate was phenomenal, by the way. We got Sam Herter stopped by. Jace was phenomenal. You guys ended up on, or at least Chad ended up on TV a bunch. Our little superstar down there on the bottom with his big hat. <laughs> it's a big hat. It's bigger than other hats. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, it's like a Jace Chislik made it on there with dirty dirty fryer oil. No, that was <laughs> cheese balls. The Chislik didn't. Oh, make cheese it, balls. That's right. The yeah. Chislik was already gone. We went through twenty pounds well, of Chislik. I was gonna say, can I you went blame through... it for being dirty. <laughs> he was frying <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, he never stopped. He was I went through like eight pounds of pork loin, eight to ten pounds of pork loin. I think if you involved the include the stuffing I put in, it was probably ten pounds. And two blocks of cream cheese, gobs of other food that everybody else brought. I mean, it was not your pork was good, but it was not suited for a bare hand. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was cutting it up and I was like, Oh yeah, that's why I haven't made this for tailgating, because this is gonna be a shit show for people at tailgating. And then I just walk around because it got done like handing it to people, like just do it, just man up. (laughs) Just like dripping in cheese. You're like, I guess I'll eat this. (laughs) I I didn't get any of it. I was kind of sad. It it went really quick and and we were like literally starting to tear down. So I was just walking around panic, giving it out, like eat eat and i really honestly thought i was going to have half a pork loin left and it just disappeared so that worked out it was kind of crazy everything <laughs> jace like usually we end up with food take to take home everything that jace made was gone so i don't you know Dude, all jace the fries he had, were hungry. he had like 10 pounds of fries my dad brought my dad brought two onion rings. cheese balls he had onion rings mushroom fried mushrooms he did that because i kind of he's like what else would we want i'm like fried mushrooms kind of as a joke so i can't find any and then he found them and showed up with like a five pound bag of fried mushrooms and they just flew out i mean yeah it was it was awesome and how how gorgeous of a day was it oh my god middle of december we oh my god we had your your i think brennan your your heater ran out of propane yeah so we just had the two little ones going Mm. and it still it was, was so warm inside that everybody was like, "Ah, screw it." We're, so like, the tailgate wasn't even in the tents, like, which was good because there was so many people. There was a ton of people, yes. But uh, speaking Kevin, of food, you know how much well, food Jace made. Oh, go ahead, Ben. I was no, just gonna go let Kevin know. Chislik is cubed meat fried, and you put garlic salt on it, and it's delicious. So because yeah. Chislik is kind of a funny name, especially for a South Dakota food, um, my. My coworker in North Dakota calls it South Dakota shawarma, which doesn't make any sense, but it's funny to me. <laughs> I mean, I can kind of see he, where he's he coming from, it. but like, yeah, that's funny. But you know how much food Jace made? He almost made as much food as Cubbies usually makes, which this tomfoolery is made out of. Um, is sponsored by sponsored by Cubby Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Brookings, South Dakota. Um, currently, they have the JI Italian. Just kidding, the Italian nachos there. Um, they did a fundraiser on Sunday. Hopefully, you were able to make it. If not, if you're like me and you had a sick spouse, hopefully you didn't go. Because if half the team gets sick because somebody was silly <laughs> and had to go, like we're gonna, we will find you. Um, <laughs> um, 
in all seriousness, uh, it was awesome. They did 5% of sales going to Alex's lemonade stand. Um, I know Matt was talking to Gus and they've sold tons and tons and tons of the Italian nachos. So thank you to all of you who have been going out, supporting them, just like you support all our other sponsors. You BT Mafia, you guys are rock stars. You have no idea how much that means to us, uh, means to them, shows that we're worthwhile. So we appreciate that. Obviously, they also have their awesome Chislick. They have, you can burgle some curds there. They've got a whole wide variety of tap beers, canned beers, bottle beers, and any liquor your heart desires there as well. So stop on down to Cubby's in downtown Brookings. Keep getting the Italian nachos. That goes till the end of the month, and then they will donate, donate it to Alex's Lemonade Stand. Um, you guys have been rock stars on Alex's Lemonade Stand while we're talking about it. We are planning on doing something down in Frisco, possibly at our live show with Kevin and Stone for that to do kind of a last rally here. Right now, Mark and Quentin are in fourth and fifth place. They are trailing third place by $300, less than $300. But $300 will put them up over uh, Aiden Bauman, which is what God intends, I think. So, um, you know, and once we get the donations from Cubbies, that'll be a huge deal as well. But, yeah, get down to uh, get down to Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. And uh, yeah, keep, you guys keep killing it on the Alex's Lemonade Stand. It has been incredible. Um, it's incredibly humbling for us to see the amount of outpouring support that you and generosity that Jackrabbit Nation has had. Um, you know, you guys keep doing this, uh, and it's just a wonderful thing. I actually want to share. Um, I should have asked if I can share this, so I won't say her name, but I uh, had someone who is a pediatric doctor at the University of Minnesota reach out and say and tell me how um, awesome it is that we are doing this with Alex's Lemonade Stand. Um, she will take um, rounds for people that are on vacation in the oncology ward of the pediatrics, and they get a bunch of grants from Alex's Lemonade Stand. So this is, a, this is a really good thing that is doing real things in our area to help fight childhood cancer. So thank you so much. Um, Josh Baker, Baker does make a good point. Cubby's Frisco shirts are also there too. Um, and I don't know if they meant to do this, uh, but they say scared money don't make money on them, which is sick. So I will be getting one because I think we're legally obligated to get a couple of them for the scared money don't make money show. Uh, they look really goddamn cool. I don't think they're going to last long, so get there while you can. I don't think you can order them online. You have to show up, so you got to know a guy who knows a guy. Um, you know, I know a guy, so hopefully I can have him pick some up. Thomas, that'd be cool. They or Alex, <laughs> they definitely didn't put that on there because it's the name of our show, but right. They we're gonna that claim happened it. there. We're definitely uh, gonna claim it. Right. it. It's a happy accident, you know. That's <laughs> it, it, that's a cloud now. That bird's a cloud now. Uh, <laughs> he didn't say scare money don't make money there. He said it on a post game, didn't he? I thought he said it on yes. a podcast. Oh, no, he said it in a post game on the on the yeah, field. It was right, uh, right. Tyler's Tyler asked Tyler's him after game. Yep. Anyway, uh, scared money don't make money. So, no, that so. Alex's Lemonade Stand, we're still rocking that. Obviously, you can see the standings. Uh, Chad's brought them up. Um, Kevin, I will uh, work on picking you up a 2XL, my guy. We'll uh, we'll get that sorted out for you. And before everybody else starts jumping in for picking up these things, 
Kevin's in Montana and we, right. we, do, we do stuff with the show. So this, I can't, we can't do it for all of you. We just can't. <laughs> so we're going to put a blanket. No, on the rest of you, not because we dislike any of you. We genuinely appreciate everybody who's listening. We just, I don't have that fundage. And now Ben might, because obviously he's high enough on the ticket scale and the point scale <laughs> yeah. to get his, get tickets to Frisco. However, anybody else, He's like got that power me, engineer like, money. Like us peons in the cheap seats, me and Chad over here in the Thunderdome. We're uh we're a little uh awesome. We don't have that fun. It's what it is now. Thunderdome. Thunderdome? By, I was thinking by I the way, I heard by, first. I love it. It's it just happened. Uh by the way, I heard from several people that we were way louder for whatever reason. This last There's game. more of us because I bought there was like, more of us. I right. bought uh four extra hard hats that I brought. And distributed amongst the people. Well, plus you had my other blue one, right? I think still. Yeah, I got it as well. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. We had an extra so. one there too. So, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Alex is yeah. mad at you, Brendan. Alex is mad yeah. at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause <laughs> he's like, what is it? He needs to go walk off a bridge, I guess. Cause I didn't mention you to pick. Up. Oh, sorry for not putting that on you. I can. Everybody uh, just DM Alex Kenkel. Uh, our <laughs> guy Alex, and he'll pick them up for you. I think he just volunteered for everybody else to go sit, um, to, to pick up t shirts for everybody. Oh, Dustin Helton, go screw Jesse. You will take an L. What did he say? Oh, yeah, Dustin, you know, I know where go you're screw. sleeping in Frisco, so that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'll fight you. <laughs> no, um, so. We want to talk about the the other semifinal game that happened because mm-hmm. that was wild. We made it. We we talked half the show, so that's good. Yeah, uh, that was a crazy game. It was fun to watch. Um, I just I thought NDSU was going to win that game for the majority majority of the second half. Honestly, it seemed like NDSU was going to win um, until they stupidly kicked to Bergen and then he ran it back. And then even then I thought, well, NDSU is still moving the ball really well. Montana just, you know, they, their offense isn't doing a whole lot. Um, and even in overtime, I was, I thought for sure that NDSU would be able to go score, score and score two point conversion fairly easily with the way they're moving the ball. Um, and then they ran, they run this gadget play instead of running the ball after they've been running it down their throat all night. Um, well, not all night, but all most of the second half. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to say about that game though. Do you? Oh yeah. I got gobs to say about that. Nice. Say sure it too. Um, Demez, since we're doing another game recap and we have another sponsor, uh, yes, you can buy SDSU gear online. You can get it at Jackrabbit Central, jackrabbitcentral.com. They also have a location in downtown Brookings and the bookstore on campus as well as in the stadium, even though that is now shut down because of the playoffs. Um, they've got all sorts of gear, hats, I think half the stuff. They've got so much stuff they can't even get it all on the website in time. So go to Jackrabbit Central. Um, it's the last touchdown Tuesday tomorrow. So if you want to take advantage and grab a bunch of national championship gear, meow, do it meow on Tuesday. Right, meow. Get your 25% off. It's the biggest discount they give for a touchdown Tuesday. So get your 25% off on Tuesday. Um, last one, Christmas gifts. 
What's that? Are they gonna, on top they of these specials. I was going to say, they have all these national championship stuff from last year on sale. Mm-hmm. If they have that sale plus the touchdown Tuesday. Ooh-wee. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think I, I need one of these then. Yeah, one of these. I need getting one of those. LED lights and another that. 25% off might be a deal. It'll look good right over my shoulder-ish there. Might have to mm-hmm. take the place like, in the make it after disco? it goes into the scholarship auction. Oh, if I try hard enough. <laughs> get down to jackrabbit central obviously you could see they have gobs and gobs of things from led lights to cups to golf tees to panoramic pictures from frisco panoramic pictures of the dana you name it they got it um banners like the one that ben formerly had behind him before he put his jerseys back up all Sorry. sorts of awesome man cave decorations coffee cups the works go down to jackrabbit central like we said, tomorrow's Touchdown Tuesday, so get on that. It will be the last one of the season, and it just so happens to work out to be the largest discount of the season. Get your Christmas shopping done, folks. Um, but on the uh, semifinal game between Montana and NDSU, I watched. You know, like I, it was a great game. It was a lot of fun to watch. I know I was watching, and I was chattering back and forth with Taco King, Brian Thompson. We were DMing back and forth, talking about judgments of the game and things like that um and dsu drove right down stalled in the red zone kicked a field goal and then um montana stalls right away like they didn't get anywhere punts back to him montana starts moving the ball easy and i told him you guys score here it's over like we've seen this song and dance before from ndsu if they got up two scores there i do i to the you'll never convince me later that that game would not have been over if NDSU scores a touchdown there. I don't see you. You can't tell me that Montana offense was digging out of a two score hole of having watched them that whole game. Um, but instead what happens, it ends up being a third and four or something like that. They jump off sides. That was third and nine. And then they jump off sides immediately again. So shout out to the Grizz. This is why it's so important to have home field advantage in the playoffs. And yep. Why teams don't win in the playoffs and why these close games being at home is everything because if ndsu it, same as the montana state game at the beginning of the year we don't get them to jump eight nine times in that game mm-hmm. in that game probably not you know does montana win this game without getting ndsu to jump off sides like nine times no they probably don't specifically on that drive i like i said i firmly believe if NDSU drives down and punches it in there, that game's over. And I don't think if they fall start that Montana, if they don't fall start, Montana doesn't stop them either. So um, it's important. And that's why, you know, we've been just beating that drum of we need other people to beat NDSU to get them out of the Fargo Dome for them to actually not make the championship game. Mm-hmm. Somebody, and it finally happened. And I know they won at Montana State. That was really impressive. I know they won at USD, less impressive. And then you go to Wa Grizz, but you end up in tight game, tight game, tight game. Eventually it bites you, especially in the semifinals. The better that you know you're facing the two seed, it's a better team than you faced earlier because you face lower seeds. Um, and those false starts are magnified. And I t- and I told and I said to Brian, well, it's a dog fight now because then Montana drove down, score a touchdown, and all of a sudden they had a dog fight the rest of the game. And we'll talk about the Natty matchup later. But Montana did exactly what you can't 
let happen, and they let that Montana defense settle in. I think they absolutely had Montana's defense on its heels and were fully cooking, and then they let that defense settle in, and then it was a long day because that is a good defense, and they started having problems. Pressure started to build. Um, Ryan, love you, buddy. I disagree on Cam Miller. He gets tight in big games. I don't, I'm not saying he plays like god-awful in big games, but he makes a couple mistakes, a couple overthrows he normally doesn't make in those games, and that's what happened. Missed some deep throws he normally hits. Um, the receivers got tight, dropped a bunch of balls. Um, that was a big deal. That defensive tackle for Montana is a problem. He's a beast. That dude, if I mean Mason, Gus, and and um and and John O'Brien, they uh or Bernstein have their hands full with that guy. Like that guy's a problem. And mm -hmm. like if he he is similar to what we had last year, where he can wreck a game by himself from that defensive tackle position. He's that good. And he's so quick. He likes to choose gaps and dive through and just penetrate and cause problems. He's not trying to take up blockers. He's trying to get penetration, cause problems. And with the month they blitz, he did that all game to NDSU. Um, and NDSU just stalled a whole bunch where their offense just didn't really get much done the rest of the game. I and mean, they only got 16 points in regular within regulation. Um, the lunacy again of punting of punting to Bergen is just that punt it out of bounds. I know we had somebody on Twitter go, well, you can punt it for four to five. You know what solves that is four and a half seconds of hang time. And then I'm like, no. And he's like, well, if you're directional punting, you could have a mistake. What do you think is more likely? Having a mistake on getting NFL level hang time on punt or punt or missing punting out of bounds? Like, go with the sure thing, kick it out of bounds. I don't care if you just decide to go for it on fourth. Because honestly, well, in that scenario, Montana's offense had been doing so much nothing. NDSU would have been better off kicking it out of bounds at the 30 and taking their chances. But I um, say go with the sure thing, don't punt. Just just get well, get your yeah. You're also out of your damn mind with <laughs> shit like that. During I mean, it, it, like if, if anybody wants to it. see me and Chad argue, it's over fourth down calls, and that's what we do. We argue over fourth down calls. Um, well, actually, not, I say dumb shit, and then you tell me it's dumb, and then we argue. Yeah, then we argue. Yeah, it's well, it's not always dumb. Sometimes you're right, fair amount, but um. Not to look forward to Frisco too much because we will talk about that matchup in upcoming episodes. I don't. We're not even going to talk about tonight, are we? Yeah, I don't think we need yeah, to. I, I mean, we've got no. just between weeks, us, we've got much. at least three more shows with Scared Money Don't Make Money. Two right. more weeks of the B team, so I don't know if we need to dive into it too much. Yeah. Um, but one thing that does but, give me confidence when you talk about Bergen is that we have Hunter Dustman. That dude yes. is so good and i will guarantee that whatever he gets told to do he will execute to perfection and so yes. that make that gives me so much confidence having him both on kickoffs and on punts um keeping it away from him uh, like you should yes chad what would you like I to will, say <laughs> i will not complain about a kick out of bounds so long as oh no get one return for a touchdown i just right. I, I honestly I, that is him, not in my repertoire give him a free first down seven. yep i don't care. care i don't care yep put I him do at 35 care. don't care yep. exactly 
And then I got to say that fake punt call was perfection. And I'm going to, I know listening to you, Chad, last night you thought it was, you know, maybe they saw something in formation. I disagree. I think that was 100% a call. There was Mm -hmm. four minutes left in the game. Like that wasn't a, we've been waiting for this formation time. That was a money call. Go for it on two, like right away. Like we said in the podcast, what do you mean? Like, well, you're going to have to go for, for, for uh, go for two eventually. Why not do that well, right away? And when they were trailing, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think they had so much confidence that with their offense that they didn't want to roll the dice on a two point conversion. I think they really felt that we're just going to score at will. They're wiped out. And I think that proved itself in overtime (laughs) until they called the dumbest play call ever. They, the with Cole Payton, no less. Like, yeah. And I never throws the ball, never throws the ball. And then that's what you're going to do with him. Like, after you'd been using him. And then our guy, I I thought it was stupid. Like our guy, Blue Blood says, you don't even throw it to your best receiver to throw it. You throw it to like your number five receiver. Um, but you know, we'll get to that. So they, yeah, I mean, I guess that's all there is to talk about left in that game. They march down score game ends up tied, go to overtime. That offense is just shredding that Montana defensive line, um, which is, you know, we will get into that. We talked about it on the mega live. We can get into, you know, the game. We've said that five times because we're keep being tempted to talk about it. Right. <laughs> but, um, NDSU was absolutely, yeah, Seth Meyer's right. NDSU was playing better at the time. You feel you're better team, you extend the game. You feel you're not better, you roll the dice on one play. I do agree with that. Um, you know, if they don't lose their mind and run that play and they just run quarterback power that they'd been getting five yards before he was even getting touched, like how do you not have faith in that line the way they're rolling to just shove it down somebody's throat is beyond me. Um, I do think NDSU wins that game. I just do. I mean, it took a miracle two-point conversion. It's not that Montana's offense looked bad, but it wasn't easy for them to score. Like, they were having to earn those touchdowns. Uh, You could tell the NDSU defense just seemed to have more gas in the tank. And I'm not saying Montana's lucky to win this, by the way. Before Montana Grizz fans just shit all over themselves in rage, like, I'm not saying you're lucky to win this. Montana absolutely deserved to win this game. They made the plays that mattered. Just because I think it was a dumb play call, Montana still did a great job defending it. Um, but, God damn it. Um, but, Corey. But, you, can't, you can't leave hey, your you name You don't know who on. that is. Yeah. <laughs> who is that mystery man? Uh, but, um. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying Montana was lucky or anything, but I just if I think if that keeps going in overtime, that the Montana defense doesn't get any more rested, and Montana eventually would have out or NDSU might have outlast them. But once you go to overtime, you start having to do two point conversions. Who knows how it really turns out? You know, it takes one play on a two point conversion to get it done, or one fumble. I mean, that's the beauty of the these playoffs have been incredible. When you look through the rest of the playoffs, Sands, SDSU, because the team's just that good. The rest of the playoffs have been incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, people get mad that there was a couple blowouts and some auto qualifiers that shouldn't have been in there. Like, you can't tell me there wasn't a higher percentage of good games in this tournament than there was than there is in the big dance. Like, there's no way. Um, 
I'd say 75% of the games were great games. And it was really fun to watch all the way through. The FCS playoff bracket, for its flaws, for the committee's flaws, it was it is still undefeated in my mind as the best football tournament out there. 100%. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat it. You, you can't beat the uh, atmosphere. You can't beat the how much each game matters and how i mean the the home games too right like all the you know none of the bowl games are at home uh, i mean yeah they, those fans travel pretty well but it's different when it's a home game um mm-hmm. and the fans like we have a chance to go there and make a difference like it it makes all the regular season games matter because like you said it took ndsu having to play away from their home three times for them to lose and it's so important to play at home. And so, you know, it's just, yeah, the whole format is awesome. hundred um, percent. I, if it seems like changes are on the horizon and it's going to be like, we're going to look back at these days in the FCS and yep. say, those were so much fun. Yes. And I'm not saying that whatever, be, whatever is next won't be fun. I'm just saying that like, enjoy this now because you don't know how long it's going to last and how and what the next stuff is going to look like. The, the only is... por- portion of that last game that we were discussing, I caught live, was the third quarter. And boy, neither team looked good in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, they looked good. First quarter, Montana looked like much the better team. But uh, I don't know. It was kind of strange how much of a drop-off there was in the play coming out from half. And I mean, maybe I'm the only one that saw that, but Hey there! <laughs> what? I don't know what that is. Hi, Baba. But, yeah. Whatever. I, I, at first, at is. first, I thought it was uh, I thought it was some kind of Asian script, but it appears to be uh, something else. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't click that link, people. No, um, definitely don't click that. <laughs> you know, I think the thing about it with with the FCS playoffs, even compared to the NFL playoffs, is the desperation of you don't get to keep your you don't get to keep your players like you don't get to re-sign them in free agency like they're gone you lose seniors you lose guys to the draft like this team will not look the same and that desperation i think bleeds through a little bit into the crowds and things like that personally that's part of why i love college football why i love the fcs is that's a whole different topic we don't need to get into that too deep because then the show will go an hour um i know talking to like college That's football campus who are, yeah I, hmm. well no i mean an hour from now um, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it turn into I, I, a brendan and borg show right oh hey, yeah, yeah we can do that I, i'm willing is the show that never, never ends da, 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 da. um but talking to like college football campus tour um who came to the tailgate that guy's awesome. He's a lot of fun. He's Shout really cool to, Mike. to talk to. Yeah, Mike's a stud. He's fascinating selling to talk calendars. to. Ask about different. Yeah, he's doing selling calendars. He's got the obstructive view calendars, which are kind of fun. Um, but talking to him, he's like, "Man, FCS playoffs are the best. Like the best. They're so much better because they're on campus. They're not these NFL stadiums." You get the passion of the home team in there. You don't have some stupid neutral site. Like I, I still think that it's stupid that 
the play-in games are neutral sites for the FBS. Like, I know the Rose Bowl is historic. I mm-hmm. know, you know, the Cotton Bowl, all that. It's a big deal. But could you imagine the atmosphere if it was at Michigan, the big house, or Alabama, whatever, and they miss out on that, and we don't. We get to see games at Montana in the semifinals. We get to see games in Brookings in the semifinals, and that's so cool. So that's my little diatribe on that. Um, I'm glad Montana won. I think it's going to make it for make for a lot uh, more spicy uh, lead up to the game, and I feel like that's pretty much confirmed already from things I've seen mm-hmm. so far, um, which is fun. You know, that's fun. Um, there's the demand for tickets is absurd right now. Um, I guess the last thing I should mention about last week is Ariel and I stopped at Culver's on the way in and ariel got some culvers i got some of their chicken tenders which by the way shockingly good um if you You like like a if you like chicken nugget style tenders instead of like actual meat that's the wrong way to say it but they're more like chicken processed meat versus more processed yeah versus breast meat i'm not a big breast meat guy um they were so goddamn good i loved them they're like really big chicken nuggets which is even better so you know what they're like they're like mm. the old, uh, the amazing Schwann's chicken strips they used to have. Yes, yes. They're just yes. like those, and yeah, they are. Those. So yeah, go to Culver's to get your Schwann's chicken strip fix. <laughs> <laughs> Burgle some curds while you're at it. You get your Schwann's. I'm sure they love us pulling a second <laughs> company in there. Uh, <laughs> this get your scoop- butter burger. Get your Scoopy tokens. Which at this point, I'm charging interest on the Scoopy tokens I'm own- owed. So I'm up to five Scoopy tokens. <laughs> Maybe I'll pick some up for for down in Frisco for you. I want my goddamn because we did find out there's a Culver's conveniently located, right? Yes, like close to the local where we're gonna yep. be most of the time. Right. Yep. And we are going to have the local on here uh, soon. So uh, in the on, upcoming weeks, on on, on the show, I'll have Brian jump on with us here and. Give people a little bit of a lowdown of what's going on there because I've been in charge of doing that. You guys made the mistake of putting me in charge of anything. So there's going to be cocaine and no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Fuckers and blow. Right. Um, but yeah, bringing my pregnant wife to me with me to that. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, um, they recognize what happened last year, folks. Mm-hmm. And with, with the beer, and it was, they had, they just weren't ready. Give them a break. They were brand new. They hadn't recognized this. We talked about it last year. We were like, I guarantee you put, they put that logo on the wall. And we're like, we'll get like 200 Jacks fans maybe. And They made a claim. They it. didn't know what they were doing. And then they end up with thousands. And like, it, I get it. I get how they're like, especially with staffing. How do you emergency staff? a bar to properly accommodate that many people. So they're ready this time. They're going to have, I know talking to them, they're going to have beer stations around. around the Do you lips, read lips. comments before you it's put them up? So no, what happens is I'm Look trying to sugar. click one and then lips, it comes lips. in. You, you, you've ah. seen it when the comments come in, then your, your mouse pointers on the wrong comment and you click it. it happens. Right. It, that was yeah. Awesome. yeah, it's Marshall. We'll, we'll let it slide. Well, that's awesome. Seth David Fisher says, if you ask Culver's worker to burgle your curd, the police might be involved. Challenge accepted. Um, 
but uh at the local they're they're i know talking to them they plan on having extra beer stations around to serve people because they recognize just those two bars as huge as they are and as awesome as they are for the demand they have wasn't there um they're working with their beer distributor ahead of time they've been planning they've had jack's games on all playoffs they've been cheering for us to make it they're in our corner um so give them a break guys give them a little bit of a break they're they know what's coming this time they weren't ready last time and let's be honest if i can't think of a business anywhere mcdonald's dies when a school bus shows up let alone when two thousand people swarm a bar to be fair to them they did their best and they went out of their way to find more beer and and they were not dry for very long even though they did run out the party did not end they had other options um they just ran out of bush light you know you had to start hitting the hard alcohol later in the night which is makes for a better night well and they ran out of that too i mean that's what happens but um also they do um you know it's kind of like in sioux falls where a group owns a bunch of bars so they own the local and they also lo- own another bar that's just down the road from them as well so that's pretty good size horse straws full of beer like a real south dakota pasture party just dipping dipping red cups in there baby hell yeah i um, think he means ice in a horse trough with cans in it but oh you like where your mind's fun. at that's less fun <laughs> bobbing bobbing for apples and stuff like that um it's uh yeah so um there we're gonna have them on they'll explain a little bit more um should be fun we might uh be doing karaoke there on friday night as much as that much to dallas's dismay um we'll see uh but it's gonna be awesome then we're gonna have our uh our show on saturday there in the afternoon we'll have a live show there live podcast i know matt said something silly like 90 minutes with the amount of guests we have lined up so far if we stay under 90 minutes i will buy everyone on the podcast a beer because <laughs> that's not happening there's no yeah, way no way ain't no. no way in hell we haven't even and, and if i really want to ensure my chances i'll ask borg if he wants to go on and we'll go over 90 for sure. <laughs> everybody makes fun of me oh he talks a lot yeah i know and that's okay it's fun (laughs) hey i don't know who didn't get tacos next door to the local but there's a taco joint just just up the boardwalk that they have there towards that dog park that is mm, chef's kiss those tacos are they good oh good i ended up not getting any but i heard good things we probably have we like so many guests that we should just skip the the costume thing no you should just come up with something else Ah, something ah, else that's way more reasonable i applaud your effort it was good but it was your idea to not have to to only wear it once in frisco not mine (laughs) i did not posit that initially i'm excited for you to have to look sam herder in the eye while wearing a hot dog costume and ask him a serious football question because that's gonna be we're not gonna so good okay we're not a... gonna ruin a guest like sam herder with the it's freaking not, hot, oh, you're hot dog. It is not gonna ruin i promise no, you not. sam will be on board yeah. Yeah. i will dm him no. right now and i bet you a nickel who'd be like that's awesome that needs to happen no yeah number one i'm not gonna be up there the whole time yeah you are no 
There's no reason for me to be up there the whole time. We are other the people. whole time. That's the whole Have point. you seen college game no. day before? Do they There's just have the hosts walk away for periods of time? No, they don't. There are six you know of what? us. There's only so many mics. It, they're, they're shotgun mics. Shotgun it doesn't mics. matter. You have six guys on one mic. You just talk. It, I don't have to have my. I don't have to be eating the microphone like I do with this one. Anyway, uh, agree with this guy's comment. Albany will be back. They are a program that's on the right trajectory. Absolutely. Um, yes. Their coach is awesome, I think, too. No, not going to ask that, Rev. Um, no, he's not buying out of a bet for tacos on this one. No, I was, I was being nice to because that was that when it when it's a changing someone's look and they have to go to work with a different look like that's a whole different deal. Like if I was making Ben shave his head, then I'd let him buy buy out for tacos. But I'm not doing that. It's one show in a hot dog costume, possibly with signs. I don't know. Then there's too many people yeah. excited about this now for for him to buy out. So it's too late. I mean, we've even got a line on the the costume, so. Yeah, and we're getting the costume. Ben's or the costume's getting hooked up for us by Dallas. This ball's already rolling; like you can't stop it. Hmm. Well, it's gonna. But be also, something you might be thankful for it. What if it's chilly? That happens in Dallas. For the record, people, that last year was an anomaly. That weather was incredible. Bring warm clothes just mm-hmm. in case. Keep and an eye rain on the weather. Gear. It can weather down there can change as quick as it does up here. So bring rain gear, bring warm clothes, be prepared for anything. Be a real South Dakotan. Don't show up with just a hoodie and then freeze your balls off and complain to everybody. Let's show up appropriately and be ready for that. But Ben, you might be happy to have the hot dog costume. It might keep you warm mm-hmm. if it's cold. I'm, is it a is it a blow up one? No, foam one. I guess I haven't contacted him yet, but it's going. I want it to be the poorest quality possible, <laughs> which which means it's going to be better than that, just because Dallas is providing it. So Dallas is classy, but I want it to be the least classy thing possible. I feel like I might be able to get uh, Oscar Meyer to sponsor our tailgate and provide some. Hey, there you go. For it, if I'm wearing a hot dog costume the day before. Maybe maybe they do it if you agreed to show up in the costume and roll up to um, the local in the Wienermobile. That's what I'm saying. Might that would be legendary. That See, would that's be... that's called owning it. See that you gotta <laughs> learn what you gotta start thinking of ways to own this. <laughs> I'll I'll check and see if they're in the area. Hell yeah. Anyway, keep an eye on it. We will have more shows. We will have more details on the tailgate. Um if you would like to contribute to the tailgate, we are we have a Venmo up. Um, go to yes. Private Illustrated. Um, it's not necessary. Anybody can come hang out, but uh, it does cost money to do this, and yes. it doesn't grow on trees. We want to provide the biggest, coolest jackrabbit party we can, and the only way to do that is with your guys' help. Um, I will. I can guarantee that whatever you contribute, you'll be able to as long as you show up early enough which everybody should show up early because it's awesome and fun. Yes. Um, but as long as you show up early enough, there will be food. There will be free beer. Um, come have a good time. And if you can throw a few bucks at us to help us throw, throw a good party where uh, I'm actively working on it. Um, our, our crew is actively working on other stuff. Um, 
with the at the local and the tailgate. Um, so we're we're doing what we can what we can for you guys. So um, yeah, contribute if you can. Um, go to Chicago Illustrated Facebook or Twitter to find that Venmo. Since we're going down that line, I'd like to just give a quick shout out to our sponsors who have already stepped up to the plate. Yes, Cubbies, Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, Boyce Law Firms, Holsworth Farms, Blue Tide Car Wash, DeBoer Construction, Dustin and Becky. I'm going to kill this. Keldon, Blumen Raider Farms, Josiah's Coffee House, Mensch Greenhouse, Creekside Meat, Jan Bussy Ford, Mike Schaefer's College Football Prospects. SLS Painting, Bowen Associates, Bowen and Associates, Dakota Butcher, and Jeff Lang. We also have individual sponsors, Rodney Peterson, Eric Shields, Matt Holland, Josh Broke Hoyza. Sorry, it's probably too German. Madison Remy, Chad Mansheim, Brian Atwood, Logan Trebois, Nick Pop, Jeff Skinner, the TC Jackrabbits has picked have pitched in, Kirby Fitzgerald, Kenneth Lanier. Jordan Fink and Pat Tiefenthaler. Sorry if I killed your name. I'm doing that on the fly, and some of uh, these that I'm try, are not completely shown. Try the first individual name again. The first individual name? Yeah. Dustin and Bel- Becky? No, 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 no. In Rodney the individual. Pearson? Thank you. Yes. Did I you not said, say that? You right? said my last name wrong. Uh, that's your dad. Yes. <laughs> yes. What did I say? Peterson. Oh geez, sorry. I was I was kind of looking ahead, so my apologies. I know no, who Rod, the Rod father is. So. I was just messing with you because you messed oh, up my, my last bad. name. My bad. Um, but it, anyway, it was a little bit. Thanks right. to oh, I just I ahead. just retweeted the post that has the GI Venmo in it, and it's pinned on top of my Twitter profile. So if someone is interested, um, yes, obviously we'll Karina. take. We had a lot of people show up at the tailgate last year that were like, "Hey, can I?" help donate um, will obviously accept that however that being said if um it we're able to do more if you do it now because we know how much money we'll have we can't right we can't put money into it that we don't know we're going to have unless you know we use ben's priority points money then we can probably do all <laughs> sorts of crazy stuff <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we need to stop this here. Uh, Jim said it a while back. I'm trying to, there it is. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we will be on, we're not going to have scared money on one, this Wednesday. Um, we won't be on Monday of Christmas. We'll maybe be on Wednesday after Christmas for scared money. We'll see. Yep. And we're not putting Chris's name on a banner if he donates. One last thing. At the latest, we'll be on January 1st. I know Jim asked a pertinent question. It says any extra will go to the team or Alex's lemonade stand. It will go to the JFPA. Yes. Which, yeah, we have have extra left over. Yep. Yep. Which ends up going to the team. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes to the team. But, yeah. Um, While we're on the topic. Yeah. Which you've seen the cool stuff they've done with the money and and how how well they support the program. So it's a yeah, yeah. it's a great spot for it. Yeah, it goes to the the coaches need. So oh shit. Yep. Twitter egg Chad, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose with that. 
That's what happens that, when you bump your webcam. As Jim says, as we always say, go big, go blue, go Jim. Go Jacks. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to once again thank our sponsors, the Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Colby Sports Bar and Grill. And as always, go Jacks.